is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark movies. I'm Dan. I despise Hallmark movies. And I'm Kevin, and I cannot wait to hear why you despise Hallmark movies and why you love Hallmark movies. And this is is the Deck the Hallmark Hallmark Podcast. Oh, boy. Man, now, Kevin, you say that like you've never listened. And that, you. That's a lie, because before <laughs> we started, Kevin, you said you were a super fan. Super fan. And you, you had just yeah. so many episodes that you loved. Yeah. Which, which did I you didn't say? know that you... Which, I didn't know that you guys could see that I that I'm your number one. Um, yeah, no, yeah, we can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your uh, What's your favorite episode, Kevin? You were telling me right before him. What What, what is it? Uh, the one where you guys talk to uh, wasn't Rob Lowe on the show? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That so, was the one, dude. Rob that Lowe. Well, I don't want to say we're responsible for his career, but because we're not, it already but, happened. We're not old enough to have for you know impact. part part two of his career. I don't know. Just give us credit. Let's just say he wouldn't be where he is today. Had we had, not. Been we on inspired the podcast. his podcast. Yeah. We inspired his yeah, podcast. We did. That's yes. fair. And let and look, this is a big deal for us, Kevin. We have America's favorite living Mountie uh, on the program with us. Uh, Team Nathan people out there, <laughs> yeah. very excited. Uh, you know, yeah. if, if Jack was alive, we'd maybe have a we would discussion. Have a debate. We would, it would be a big we'd debate. bring it to a cage match, oh, and I'd be geez. there for it. Yeah, but, but oh, si- since he has gone to be with the good Lord uh, in Hope Valley, <laughs> you you now have taken that mantle, and boy, is it a lot of responsibility. Um, Although there's never been a body, though, right? I keep hearing ooh. that. Never, they never found a body. I, as someone who does not care what about What did you want them to start the next season with just, it starts on the Mountie outfit, it zooms out, and he's just... He's just old, bloody. <laughs> I am. I am firmly, and d- please don't take offense to this, Kevin. I'm firmly Team Ghost Jack. Like that's the team oh, that I'm on. I'm not. At all. That, that's great. Where he comes I, back, and, and and somehow there's and like haunts a, the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it. Yeah. I was thinking at the yeah. very least he comes back, and it's this weird thing where only Elizabeth can see him, and then he gives her his blessing, right? Like for her to move on, but he says anybody like, but wait, Nathan. like Ghost Dad. Have yeah, you ever yeah. seen the movie Ghost? Oh Dad? yeah, classic Bill Cosby. Yeah, track. yeah. It's like Ghost Dad with Elizabeth. Yeah, essential. I see the pitch. Perfect. You get it. See, Kevin should yeah. pitch it for us. He's yeah. got a little bit more sway than we do. No. Yeah, yeah. but, but, you, but know, he, you need a movie and then another movie and bring them together. That's so right. Like Ghost Dad. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Picture this: <meets>. that, <laughs> that Bill Cosby comedy. Yeah. But on Wind Calls the yeah. Heart. You know how <laughs> all good. <laughs> how all good pitches start now you guys know bill cosby <laughs> <laughs> i just think of that they're like okay great okay where are you going yeah, okay. we'll see you later uh get out of here yeah. long story short kevin thanks for joining us on the podcast man we appreciate hey, it hey thanks for having me um this is very exciting uh because i like this I, this is kind of we finally we did the trifecta uh kevin the last uh, of the three to join us um how excited were you to be chosen by elizabeth this season like how much did that mean to you to finally uh, when you got uh, that script that episode yeah. five i remember yeah. I, I remember when i got that script and it, you know it, it did you know it, it did um I was like, I, I just, it, it clocked something because it was, for one, it was written in crayon, and two, <laughs> it was on the back of a cocktail napkin. And I was like, Mom, you can't, <laughs> you can't send in these scripts and they're just going to do. So, I mean, I remember reading that one. Sadly, yeah. I, I, you know, I can't tell you if, if that's the I, uh, I do love the snowball of screwball comedy you just created there with yeah. scripts, <laughs> cocktail napkin, crayon, Mom. Crayon. So, Mom. Mom is writing in crayon, but she's out. Yeah. Having cocktails somewhere. Uh, that yeah, that is. Geez. It did start like a Bill Cosby movie. Um, <laughs> Look out! Let's uh, let's go back a few years, if you don't mind. Um, where were you born? Um, what were you like as a kid? And when, as a kid, or maybe not as a kid, when did you uh, decide I want to give acting a whirl? Oh man! Well, I was born uh, in a very small town called King Carden. Um, do you guys know the show Letter Kenny? Do you get that? Yeah, we want, Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a big Letter Kenny fan. Uh, so that is, so Letter Kenny, uh, Jared, the guy that created Letter yeah. Kenny, uh, it's based on the town. It's half an hour from my where I grew up. So that is my upbringing, Letter Kenny. Did That's you play hockey exactly. and challenge people to fights? Did you do that on a regular basis? I played baseball and got fought. So, I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> is it now that you brought that up? Is it in your town? Like 
what amazes me about that is how fast everyone's talking. Like, is that it's a, for us down in South Carolina? I I talk fast for South Carolina, but trying to understand it's like a different dialect. D- d- oh, it, that's an art form. I mean, I I wish we could be like, yeah, and it just you know it comes off our tongue. Yeah. Like no, it, I mean they're genius. It, the chirping. I mean that that's a yeah. real thing. You just get chirps. I mean, I'd probably probably the time I grew up and I went to high school, it was just constantly you know being chirped, but. The uh, the level of the way they chirp on that show is is pretty incredible and yeah yeah so like a farm I, town I, in Canada you're you're like a, a a Canadian redneck kind of thing yeah basically like a Canadian redneck I love exactly. it fantastic yeah. and uh, when did this Canadian redneck uh, decide to give uh, acting a whirl oh geez well you know I had to leave and this my town was like five thousand people so I had to get out if I even wanted to do it I think I, I you know I. It was one of the only things that I was kind of good at. I knew I liked attention. And I was like, well, what can I do? <laughs> what can I do? Uh, oh, I'll be an actor. You know, and I was kind of involved in, in the theater programs and stuff. And we were lucky that we even had a theater program. Um, like in your school, then, you did kids theater. Yeah. Like what was your yeah. what was the play, the standout play where you just knocked it out of the park? Oof, knocked it out of the park. <laughs> um, I mean, the ones that I did, I did Joseph and the uh, Amazing Touch on the Dream Coat. Yeah. Uh, with the theater guild, I remember you were doing the coat? A, like, yeah, you were the coat? production of a cherry orchard in high school. Which I mean, we were—I was saying things I had no idea what it, <laughs> you know. I just the cherry orchard. I was—I was playing a guy who was probably forty-five, uh, and I was seventeen at the time. Um, but I knew that I liked the attention. I knew, you know, I, it was fun, and, and and I thought I was kind of good at it. So I remember when I was like, "Oh, I want to do this," and talking to the guidance counselor, and they were just like. I don't know where to say. I remember them like pulling off this like book off their shelf and like blowing like this dust <laughs> off of it. Be like, well, there's these theater schools. Um, and I didn't get in any of them except for one, uh, it, which was like a brand new theater. Cause I just, I wasn't good. You know, I was just, I, I just knew that I, this is something that I wanted to do. So I was lucky, I guess I got into this one and in this theater school, I kind of started learning more kind of what it takes and, you know, how hard it is and blah, blah. And then when I graduated from that, I thought I was going to be like this kind of Shakespeare actor or, you know, more on the stage. Uh, and then I moved to Toronto and I did a bunch of work again. I had to study again. And, you know, you, you learn well, wait, hold again. on. Give us our give us your best Shakespeare. Yeah. Come on. What do you got? What do you want? Well, OK. Oh, geez. Um, Oh God! Uh, okay, well, one of you has, has to play Juliet. I mean, that's clearly Bran. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, Bran. Can we get like his? Can, yeah, there yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Are you ready? Hey. <laughs> hey. What's, What's soft? What? Uh huh. What light through yonder window breaks? It is the east, and Bran is the sun. Yeah. Arise, fair sun, and kill the envious moon, who's already pale and sick with grief that thou her maid yeah. art far more fair than he. Be, be not her maid. So she is envious. Yeah. Her best delivery is but sick and green, and none but fools do wear it cast it off. It is my lady. Oh, it is my love. All oh, that he knew he were. Now, now say I me. I'm just not into you. Say I me. Oh, no. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh, he speaks. Speak again, bright angel, for thou art more glorious to the night, being o'er my head that is winged messenger. Um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I, you know, I Still not working like for that. me. Bye. Man. <laughs> Kevin, uh, I just can't believe that you just get to go to Hope Valley every week when you could be doing that. Man. Well, Hope, Hope Valley is its own type of Shakespeare. Sure. Hope Valley is its own type of Shakespeare. But, How much uh, of that do you have memorized, Kevin? That's impressive. You know, the thing about the play, the, especially the Shakespeare stuff, is you just memorize it and it's, it just kind of, it's, it's always up there. Kinda, that you find like in the shower and you're like, oh, yeah, the iMac pentameter. Pentameter, And that's right. you're just like, oh, I can do the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Um, I haven't done Shakespeare for a while. And then I was part of a, a festival called the Shaw Festival, which was Bernard Shaw. Um, mm-hmm. He wrote, um, oh, God, I'm trying to think of the place. Uh, What's the one My Fair Lady was based off of? Um, Pygmalion, uh, mm-hmm. just a bit, you know, about uh, whatever. Um, so I was part of that festival for a while and uh, did two years there and did some plays and did some plays around Toronto. I wrote some plays. I wrote a musical. Oh, wow. Uh, what was that called? Yeah. You wrote a musical. I wrote two. I wrote two. I wrote one called Nebraska, which was about um, Charlie Starkweather. It was like this murder <laughs> um, uh, musical. It was kind of based off of this. Uh, Bruce Springsteen has a, has a song um, called Nebraska. And then when I kind of did some research onto what that song was about, I was like, oh, it might make a good uh, musical. And you know, the, the, um, 
um, what's his face? Uh, Oliver Stone did a movie called um, Natural Born Killers. That yep. was also based. That was based off of uh, Charlie Starkweather murders. So, wow. anyways, I wrote a musical about it. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, we did it in Toronto. And then my buddy and I, we wrote the, as far as I know, the the first musical um, of the story of Hugh Hefner. And we uh, we hired all. <laughs> it was all women that kind of told the story. You know, they they played all the parts. Huh. Um, and it was like how he started the magazine and what he wanted it to be. And uh, what was that musical was, called? Hugh and I. Hugh and I. <laughs> yeah, of course That's it good. was. That's good <laughs> stuff. You know, uh, I've been th- like playing around in my mind uh, uh, a Hallmark Christmas musical that I haven't been able to. So maybe we should. You want to collab? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's, He's just committing. He doesn't know that's a verbal contract. That's he a verbal contract. Yeah. It's on video. Yeah. Everybody saw oh, wait it. Wait a minute. Something just came up. Yeah, my signature. Wait, yeah, hold on. That's crazy. <laughs> now, Kevin, I do want to backtrack just a bit. You you decide to go to theater school. You live in a town yeah. of 5,000, a farming town. Your parents, yeah. cool? Cool with that? They're like, go for it? I mean, I, I think, I mean, there they are there when they were younger. Um, oh, wow, look at that. They, yeah, I know. I just put that out there. I think they were 25 at the time. Yeah. Um, you know, they were very much like, you know, you do you and you, uh, you'd be happy. But, and I remember, you know, my dad went to, uh, he was like, well, this is what you want to do. You know? So King Carden is essentially also like, uh, like Springfield from the Simpsons. It's, there's a nuclear power plant there and it's, it, it kind of runs, it's one of the largest in the world. And one of the great things is you get a job at the nuclear power plant and you would have a great life in King Carden, but you kind of never like leave King Carden. Yep. So I knew I didn't want to do that. So I was like, no, I want to go. And he was like, okay, well, you know, and my mom too, they're like, well, you just follow your dreams and, and, and uh, do you. And then my dad went to work and uh, he told his friends, he's like, yeah, I just told Kevin to like follow his dreams. And they were like, you idiot. Like, he's <laughs> he's going to fail. Like he, you tell him to get a job here, get a good you know, salary. And then my dad was just like, oh God, I made a huge mistake. And you know, and and you uh, said no taxi backsies. I said, yeah, you already gave me the money. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, and it did. It, I mean, it, it it wasn't like an overnight thing. It took me a super long time to even get going. Um, did, well, I mean, I'm, I'm really sure when you with it. when you showed him the script you were working on for the Playboy musical, he was thrilled with <laughs> that's, his decision. That's, that's when he was like, "I've made a, <laughs> I, I've made a huge a mistake." Huge <laughs> mistake. You see that? Oh, um, oh God. Let me ask you this: What were some odd jobs that you were doing trying to keep the acting career afloat early on? Were you like a bartender? Oh, what? Yeah, I mean, I, I was a bartender in every restaurant or a server in every restaurant in Toronto for about a week before I was fired. I was hired <laughs> on Charm. And fired on incompetence about a hundred times <laughs> in Toronto. Well, how incompetent are you, Kevin? I'm just not. You know what? I'm, and, and this is not a great skill. I think I remember reading um, once in a magazine some article about one of the best traits you can have is just one of those people that are just like, I'm going to be whatever my job is. If it's parking cars, I'm going to be the best at parking cars. And I'm just not that like, if yeah. I don't want to do it, I'm just like, see, I don't care. I don't, yeah. I don't care what people think. I don't, I just, it, it doesn't um, feel that. That's a, that's brand. You know? That is brand right there. That's who you just described. Yeah. 100%. And so I gotta go. go. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm just not feeling it Wait, today, yeah. guys. Hopefully I didn't get to finish the monologue. Okay, oh, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, you whatever. can leave. Yeah. Um, um so which, yeah. which which restaurant was the best experience? Like, is there a chain that I, I would maybe recognize that you were like, this Not is a I- chain there. There's um, I did have I, I did stay long at this one restaurant um, down. If you ever go to Toronto, you should go to this area called the Distillery District. And it's um, it's it's where we made booze in Toronto, um, especially during Prohibition. Yeah. And what's kind of cool is it was when we were actually shipping rye to you guys right. when you guys were under Prohibition. And there's a bunch of hidden tunnels under Toronto, like oh, little nice. hidden catacombs when they were. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So it was this old area. They've shot a lot of movies down there, too, because um, it's like all uh, cobblestone and stuff like that. And um there was this restaurant called the boiler house and it was just full of act. I mean, you guys, um, interviewed Antonio. We talked about, uh, earlier he, him and I met at that restaurant. Um, there's a whole bunch of actors that were kind of at that restaurant wow. at certain times. And yeah, some of us kind Fantastic. of went on and are still doing it. So. so it's good to know too. Like if things don't work out with one calls the heart, you can go to one of Antonio's restaurants and you'll be good to go. That's right. I heard he just, he just says like, I opened up my third yeah. restaurant. But yeah. he's oh, not in God. Toronto anymore. Isn't he in like, uh, Vancouver? He's, he's in Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. So he just crazy. slid that in. He was like, yeah, I got a restaurant. Yeah. Now. Yeah. We were like, we got more <laughs> questions now, Antonio. So hey, I want to, I, 
got a question. You do This it. is an important question. If When Calls the Heart was a musical, <laughs> like if you were writing a musical episode for When Calls the Heart, what like stylistically would it be like if you were like, it, what comes to mind? Like, you know, if the, the oh, vibe and the feeling of this show was to go into music, like what would it be like? I, you know what? I don't think... Since I've joined, there's been this push to do a musical episode. Oh, uh, really? There's so many people. There, well, I mean, there's so many people, as you guys will know, yeah. whatever episode you're on right now. But there, there's so many people that sing on the show or play in musical instrument. Or, you know, I mean, Jack Wagner was like a pop star in the 80s. So, like, he, <laughs> there are people that, that, that do this. And, uh, um, I mean, I don't I can, I can let you know a little secret thing that there was... There almost was a Christmas episode this, you know, every year there's a yes. Christmas. Oh, yeah. oh we know. Does. This year we didn't do one. Yes. There almost was one this year and it had a musical number in it written by Aaron and her brother. What? And yeah. What yeah. are they doing? That's gold. Well, you know, the powers would be in the, you know, the way the show is going. I think, you know, and we did, we did it. We got two more episodes, but somewhere in the ether out there. There's this song. I have a message for the powers at B. Who do you think you are? That's right. The, <laughs> we had one thing, one good thing going for us this Christmas. We got to talk to Aaron about this. Yeah, man, we got to get Aaron yeah. back on the horn. Maybe I need that song. For us. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, and you know, if you hear that song, you might get an idea of, I think, the way that the, it, it, it you know, I don't. You ever see Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. The music, I mean, you know, you, the, you know the wing where she's run, walking around the town, yeah. and everybody's singing. Yes. I would say that yeah. would one hundred percent. I think yeah. I think that's absolutely exactly. the vibe. That's absolutely yeah, for the vibe. sure. I love yeah. it. Um, they should totally do a musical they, episode. Yeah, the, the Hardys would yeah. eat that up. Couldn't hurt. I think so. Couldn't hurt. I I do want to back up a little. Um, early on in your career, you're you're bartending getting fired going to auditions do you yeah. have a memorably bad audition like i oh yeah every every actor says that they're all bad but do you have one kevin that just immediately you know what i'm talking about where you went you walked out of there and were like boy there is not a world where i'm getting that part um just one. most of them honestly but like <laughs> i mean i i wish i could tell you there's this one you know and they all they always go so well or something but there's one time I, most of the time I walk out, I'm like, didn't get that. Or, or I, and I've also, I, I just kind of push that stuff to the side. Too. I, I try not to dwell on yeah. the failures. Um, you know, and as I've done this more and more, I kind of get to realize that you kind of just go in there, you do the character, you do what you would do if, if they hired you or your thoughts. Um, and, and if, if they don't want to buy it, that's okay. And if they do, that's great. But I, I mean, there are so many there. I, I was so green kind of uh, starting out dressing like the part. Sometimes too, that's a no, no <laughs> showing up. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I, I mean, you need to listen to our interview with your, your buddy, Chris uh, McNally. He oh, had, yeah. he had a pretty devastating one. You need to listen to that one. You would, I think you would yeah. enjoy it uh, for sure. Do you guys offer, do you guys offer therapy after we, we oh, for sure. open these wounds? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, no, no. There's yeah. no doubt about it. That's just who we are as people. What's uh, the darkest period of your life? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just get into it right now. What, what oh, is, wow. what is the movie or the show or the thing that you booked that, uh, allowed you to hang up the bartending apron that allowed you to stop doing those side gigs? What was that moment? Um, I would say, so when I was, I've kind of been doing this since I've been about 26, about 10 years right now. Um, and uh, it was the first time I think I, I got a part of a festival in Prince Edward Island um, so I was there for like a season or something. I came back and I did another play and it was plays really that I was kind of doing. Um, and I was able to kind of float just barely, but I was able to kind of to, to float without going to a restaurant. And then I got this job, um, called open heart, which was this like teen angsty medical drama. <laughs> um, you know, what's well, never been done before. Um, no, sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it had a wide spectrum. I mean, there was like the young volunteers, there was like the red, the new resident doctors, and then like the older, the, the more established doctors in this, in this, in this hospital. Um, 
so I got to, I got a, a lead part on that and I was able to, um, that, that was when the, like, I had the most security and I was like, okay, great. And since then I, it's just been kind of, where's some wood? I think this is yeah. on some wood right now. Uh, it's just been kind of, it, it's been okay since then, but once, that once open you, heart was a great thing. Once you play Dr. Timothy Hudson, the sky is That's the limit. It. That's right. I got it pulled up right That's here. That's it. Dr. I Timothy think he's Hudson. in the canon of all great characters. Yeah, oh. I think he almost won an Emmy or something. Yeah, for know. sure. I, yeah. You don't keep yeah, up. That, it stuff. should be on there, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. They never sent the car, so it I never says, have to go. It says, so. it says Emmy adjacent. What does that mean, <laughs> That's, Kevin? Yeah. Emmy adjacent. I think I, I wrote that, but yeah. Are you getting this information on my website? This is IMDb. I'm looking oh, at. Oh, oh, yeah. I see. I'm, I'm on both. IMDb. My yeah. Okay. Says your birthday. Wow. Says your birthday is 1971. Is what I've got here. I'm just, oh man. <laughs> you look great. You look great. So Thank you know. You. Thank you. Fifty. You, you slide right from Open Heart, which we all remember, and <laughs> yeah. right into right into your first Hallmark yeah. signed, sealed, delivered, which is like was massive. The postables just relax for a second. Um, How did you end up getting synced up with Hallmark? Because um, you did this, and then uh, there was a little bit of a gap in between then and your 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 next Hallmark. So how did that ultimately uh, begin for you with Hallmark? An audition. You know, I think I think it was. I forget. I, I mean, again, like I said, I don't remember too many the, the auditions, but I you know I went in and I did whatever, and then I got the call, and they said, "Yeah, you want to fly to Vancouver to do this thing," and I remember I was like, the character at one point is like again back to my 1971 birthday uh is like 50 <laughs> like and they say so they actually they had to gray my hair up and i was like am i right for this really like is this where we're going <laughs> i think we're skipping uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a Some period prime uh, years of your life yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no um so yeah then i you know i did this guest spot um with brooke nevin who i mean she she's been in a bunch of she's been on our podcast she's fantastic she's really good um so her and i guest starred on uh, on the postables and that was kind of my first entry into into the hallmark world i didn't really know too much about it um and then i went back and i i got a job on this other show called heartland that's like a, a yeah. cowboy show and uh and then from that i got offered uh, i think i just got a, like a straight offer to do um when uh when barks the hardest with uh, yeah. uh what's the bar with love at first bark bark how can you forget love at first bark. that's a real right. movie i wrote that time L love it that first is. bark do you H want to see the tattoo i would love to see it yeah holy cow <laughs> um so when did you become i know I, I there's two separate tracks here because aaron and chris were both telling us you know with when calls the heart there's a pretty s significant audition process but with hallmark movies it tends to be by off like once you're in their system it tends to be like an offer situation so i think if it, yeah yeah if, if, if yeah exactly if they like you and you're in there then so when I mean, would, they do they, they do so many so, yeah, yeah when's the first time you got just offered a movie for hallmark and there was no that audition one. the love at first bark Love it first part. Now, how can you say no with a title like that? Uh, so, uh, so you're on Heartland uh, for yeah. forty some episodes. Um, Am a, I? Oh wow! It says 40, IMDb? 44 episodes on IMDb. Um, you can trust everything that's written yeah, on IMDb. 1971. Mitch Cuddy is who you were. Um, that's it. So tell us about. Uh, you know, obviously the bulk of this is going to be Wind Calls the Heart. Tell us about that audition process. Um, there's a lot riding on this. I mean, J they killed. I don't know if you heard. Jack is dead, Kevin. He's dead. Jack's dead. Jack's dead. And that makes so much sense. Yeah, now. doesn't it kind of all come full circle? And uh, everyone keeps talking about. Yeah, and, and yeah, Hallmark I, doesn't just kill people, and so they've got to make amends I wait, with the I was, Hardys. I was saying, I was saying, Zach. Yeah, <laughs> Jack. Zach is also dead. Uh, yeah, oh. Zach died in the mine. We don't was, talk about. We don't talk about yeah. the mine incident. Um, yeah, a uh, mega funeral. But they, you know, Hallmark kills a guy. They don't. They don't do that. And so there's a lot riding on making sure the Hardys are happy. And we all know the Hardys are, let's say, an ardent fan base uh so like tell me a little bit about the background of you going and auditioning what the network told you and the audition process of, of securing the role of nathan yeah well i mean so again so i'm on that heartland show i'm, I'm on heartland on that, I'm that on you heartland. know oh that one not the other heart you know show, that, that heart yeah, yeah, yeah. not open heart yeah. so again open yeah. heart heartland yeah. when calls the heart wow Love it first, Love it first bark. dude i think and you might i think you uh you might be typecasted at this point you're the heart guy you think so yeah anything that has heart anytime there. there's a heart get that guy it's me okay so i'm on heartland um and i uh 
I get asked to do this, you know, just a tape. So I send in a tape. Um, and we get back that, oh, yeah, you know, there's some interest or whatever. We'd like you to uh, to come down and uh, and do a chemistry read with, with Aaron for Nathan. And I was like, oh, okay, let me just ask. Uh, I, I'm shooting at the time, but let me just see what I can get out. And uh, uh, Heartland is like, no, sorry, we can't let you out. You're, you, you, you know, you're, you're shooting this block. I was like, oh, crap. So, you know, I let them know. I was like, well, I can't do it. And they said, okay, well, thanks for nothing. <laughs> and and uh, they went away. And then all of a sudden I got a call maybe a day later and they said, Hey, do you want to maybe zoom in on, um, on a, on a, on a call with Aaron for, uh, to, to see if we can like for, for chemistry, chemistry tests. And I was like, okay, sure. I don't know how that's going to be beneficial or anything, but we did. And I call in and Aaron, so, you know, she's in a room and there's a big screen and she's looking at the screen and I'm looking at her, but the camera is set up on a different angle. So like I'm, I'm acting to the side of her face and she's looking at me on the screen and we're kind of mishmashing this, this, you know, scene together. And I, I, I'm not, not sure what's going on. And they were like, okay, thanks. Thanks for doing that. That was really helpful. Goodbye. And you know, we went away and I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to get this. They're, they're doing the, the chemistry reads in person and I can't make the week that they're doing this. And then all of a sudden I get another call later and they said, Hey, you know what? We can actually make this work. Um, Aaron will stay back uh, a little while longer or something. If you want to, if you can fly down on this date, I was like, okay, great. It works out. So I'm down there. Um, they put me up in this hotel right across from uh, the crown media uh, studio or, you know, uh, building. And, uh, and in the morning I'm going to go and I'm going to go over there. So the morning comes and I'm supposed to wait for my, the, the person to pick me up or something. Uh, no, I'm supposed to walk over. So I walk over and there's a fire or something and all the, the, the entrance ways blocked in wow. with all these fire trucks. And I'm like, okay, something is telling me that I should not be doing this job. Like this is, <laughs> this is the third trifecta that it should not be happening. So I go back and then I get this call and they say, Hey, somebody's going to come and pick you up. Sorry about what's going on. So then I go back down to the lobby of this 1950s hotel that I'm staying in and Lori Lachlan and Becky is standing there being like, Hey, I'm going to drive you to your audition. And I was like, are you serious? This is, a, this is, this is a dream. I'm, I'm dreaming that I'm in this 1950s. Like Aunt um, Becky was Aunt your Aunt driver. And Becky's driving the nicest person. Yeah. The nicest. So she's like, well, I guess they need, they needed somebody to like bring me up. So yeah. <laughs> what was she like, driving? Come, come, in, come into my personal car. What was she driving? Um, they needed someone to drive you. What's, That's what's what drivers the... are for. You hire. <laughs> no, well, you don't say, hey, Aunt Becky, went, you busy? She went above and beyond. They went above and beyond. And uh, what are those does, spiders? Yeah. What are those spiders that don't have the... Um, it doesn't have a uh, it doesn't have a roof. Yeah, you know, a convertible. Three wheels. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking oh, like about. Three, yeah. Like a three wheel. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. She wasn't driving that. She was not <laughs> driving a spider. But that that would add to it. No. So we got into her car. It was a nice. It was a nice car. And um, we got. <laughs> you're not going to tell me what she's driving. <laughs> it was a nice vehicle. It was so a Tesla. Was it a Tesla? Jaguar? What it was it? Wasn't, it wasn't a Tesla. Okay. I think it was a Mercedes. Okay, Mercedes. that's fair. That's more than so, fair. She's yes. earned it. I'm, nobody's upset about that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, um, so anyways, we get over there, stand up, um, we go up the thing, and I'm kind of making small talk um, with Lori. You know, I I don't know what's going on too at this point. And, Did you ask her uh, how good of a kisser John Stamos is? Because that would be my question. <laughs> I think that's when she stopped talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> asking all these questions yeah. about John Stamos. Yeah. And so, she said, okay, this let's is, talk about John. Yeah, <laughs> this is where I leave you. Um, so I get into the room, and there's a couple executives there, and Aaron's there, and we do the scene that was written, and there is somebody in the hallway getting ice. Like, and it's just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're doing, we're, we're trying to do this freaking scene, and that's and, and it's, you know, it, it's getting quiet and stuff. And all you can hear is like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like it, maybe the machine got stuck or something. I don't know what's going on. And all I can hear is this, this person. So, you know, they, we finished the scene and everyone's, you know, nobody's saying anything and they're all in their swivel chairs. Like yeah. this. And somebody was like, do you want to do it again? And I was like, Oh, please, can we do it again? Yeah. And like, can we close the door? <laughs> and, 
so we do it again. And that was the first time, at least I thought I was like, Oh, there's something, you know, Aaron was, was really into it. And at what point did Bill Abbott had, come walking in with his ice cubes? <laughs> Bill Abbott, Bill Abbott was on the TV. Remember the, the screen that I, yes. in, my, in the story that I was on previous, he was on that. Like, okay. Uh, he's not the ice guy. I'm just yeah, going to keep okay. that. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, he was like big brother at that yeah, point. He was yeah. like on watching. The, wow. Um, yeah. So, you know, I did the thing and it went well. And everybody said, thanks a lot. And I left and headed to the airport. And within an hour, I got a call being like, hey, do you want the job? Wow. wow. And you, I mean, all of the calamity to get there, though. I mean, that that does sound very madcap until the point where you nail the audition. Like the ice that machine, Lori Lachlan somehow a dry. Like, how what is, is homework doing? How was the fire? <laughs> did they put the fire out? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe the fire was going. The person doing the ice machine was like, "This will help get the fire out." <laughs> We're out of and water. Like, We're out of water. Shut up. <laughs> crazy. Water. And I'm like, oh, "Somebody's auditioning in here." Excuse me. Uh, hey, what do you think? Speaking of Lori, what do you think the chances are that we see Abigail again, and maybe a season nine? It, uh, you know, I I think it's. I mean, I, I again because of this 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 verbal contract, I. I think that there is that there. I I could I could see it. What's more, I could, but I mean I don't know. What do we What it. do we see first? The song, <laughs> or Abigail? <laughs> Maybe Abigail coming in with a song. Oh, don't you tease me! I mean, come don't on! Don't you tease? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want to know. You know, you you were you know things were moving. You were grooving, and in 2019, you booked a very corgi Christmas. <laughs> I, I I have to believe Kev. these dog I, I, movies aren't going to play themselves. Come I on. have to believe Kev. You were at a point where you could have said no to that, right? I think you're probably right. <laughs> but you I did it, and right. it's here, and I'm happy it is. I'm happy it is. <laughs> Can you imagine his agent going? I mean, I know you're killing it. A wing calls the heart, Kev. But we got a. Uh, a movie? It's called A Very Poor Christmas. <laughs> a, a what? <laughs> what? <laughs> very cool. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, boy. There's dogs <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I, I lost a lot of money in Vegas the weekend before. That's and I was right. Like, I need a job. Weren't well, you also? Because weren't you also in the the cold the Winter Castle movie? I wasn't. Yeah, Winter Castle. 2019 was yeah, a great we, year. We saw that movie. That that was fun. How was that filming in a, ca it was, a castle it, of ice? It was cold. Yeah, it was cold. Um, I mean, that way, it was. I've never been in a in an ice hotel before, so that was pretty cool. Um, and I worked with um, Amelia. Yeah, she's been um, on before. Oh, has she? Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, she's been. Oh, on, yeah. yeah, Amelia's great. We're big fans. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's fantastic. So, uh, and I knew the director as well. So, yeah, we had a great time on that one. So, yeah. uh, you get cast as Nathan, um, and you understand from the beginning they're setting up this love triangle to allow Elizabeth some time to heal over dead Jack, RIP, and 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 you know that you're in it for the long haul. Um, what was that process like? Do they kind of get out in front and they say, this is our arc? Because, you know, some Hardys are getting a little frustrated about, you know, Elizabeth still hasn't just made a decision. And, like, I think I saw on Twitter that you, you know, professed your, Nathan professed her lo his love to Elizabeth like a two weeks ago or something. Oh, yeah, so, right. You haven't so, seen it. Yeah, so, yeah. like, at what, like, how much notice are you getting on these things? I understand, and Chris and Aaron have both intimated that there will be an answer at the end of this season. They both basically confirmed that. But how far do you get to know? So do you, at the beginning of the season, do you get to sit down and, and they say, all right, this is the arc. Like, the first two seasons you were on it. Did you know Elizabeth wasn't going to make a selection for two years? Or is this kind of a, you know, I know the showrunners have changed a few times, but how much info were you given and has it ever like changed just in, midway through the season on you? Yeah. Oh, I, I would say given guidelines, there, there, there's, there's never been like, we're going to start here and we're going to end here. Um, and even when I've been told we're going to start here, and we're going to end here. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, it, it changes. Um, I, I think when we first came on, Chris and I, it was very much an experiment to see how it was going to go. Because I, I think, like, Hallmark was trying to figure out well, what's going on with the show. I mean, you know, Jack was such a beloved character to the Hardys and, and, and that community. And, you know, you spend five seasons with these characters only to, like, get them married and then kill them. Like, right at the, right at the <laughs> end. Um, it was kind of like, let's see what's going to happen. We don't we're not really sure what's going on. We, we know like, you know, it needs, 
it needs a new Mountie because, you know, that's what the show's about. There has to be somebody patrolling that jail, the, the Northwest um, <laughs> office. Um, but then Alfonso, uh, the, the first showrunner, um, since I joined, it was it was his idea to start this triangle, to be like, maybe we'll have two suitors uh, kind of vying for her affections. And, you know, we... They kind of it started off going somewhere. Maybe maybe it started off with a plan, but then they as as our personalities and characters kind of unfolded, they kind of started I think kind of writing more for who we were and 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 the type of characters that were going on, uh, and the type of characters that we were um, portraying. But yeah, Hallmark is it's. I, sometimes I wish they would have more of like this is where we're going and this is where we're going to end. So you know we we know more of the journey, but you know we are sometimes just as surprised as the audience is. We're like, Oh, this is, this is the way it's going to go. Or this is what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and script, to be fair, the cool thing about episodic television is, is that if screenwriters or showrunners see something that's working, they can kind of, yeah. you know, I, you know, I read that breaking bad would do that like continuously on their television. Really? Program. Yes. I see. I think breaking bad to me, I watched that show and I'm it's, like, they knew exactly what they were doing from, from a to go, B. go read about Vince Gilligan in the writer's room where they don't actually, Jesse to, was supposed to like Jesse, the character of Jesse. Pinkman oh yeah. Was I heard supposed that. To, so to die. But in that, the first, that, that happens episode. every season on that show where they're in it yeah. and they like, they start to kind of realize where they're going as they go along. It's wild. Um, so yeah, there's some, there's some room. Have you, this is a fun one. So knowing that they could change their mind, have you ever, have they ever come to you and been like, all right, we think it's Nathan and then come back and say, oh, we think it's Luke. Like have the showrunners changed their mind as they start to see, because both of you guys, from what we understand, have these great moments with Elizabeth. So do you ever get the feeling that the showrunners are still try having a hard time going, man, they're both such good characters. We got it. We got to nail down one though. I think, I think the showrunners are the ones that if anything have a plan in their head okay. because they're the ones that are that are building put, putting the, the, the puzzle together and then i think they get they get phone calls from executives and from from hallmark <laughs> yeah. and stuff saying like hey we saw this episode we think it should go this way and they're like oh but uh it was okay wait it, it can maybe go that way if we do this and this so i i think the showrunners are the ones that are like you know juggling three balls and then hallmark's like hey here's another ball and they're like oh god okay and, yeah. then, and then another ball so um yeah i and and you know very possible that it could be um the the show one of the showrunners being like oh we'll change this to one of the writers coming up with an idea but i do think there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of people wearing a lot of hats in this in in when calls the heart over the years and as it's gotten bigger and, and more people have and you know it, it has it's gotten that's one great thing you know that Chris and I didn't sink the ship that, that if anything, it, people are more like, who's she going to pick? What's going on? What's, what's happening to these new characters? And Oh, it's massive. So it, it's, yeah. it's Kevin, it's Matt. The show is huge. It's making like not just Hallmark news. Like this show now gets like on, you know, you know, entertainment tonight and things like that. Yeah. It's a huge deal yeah, yeah. for the network, but also for you guys. And to be a part of that has to be really cool. Um, did it feel like there was less pressure knowing that you and Chris were coming on at the same time? Did you feel, cause if it wasn't Chris, it's just, Oh, look at the Jack replacement over here. Like that, yeah. that would be more pressure. I would imagine. Correct. Yeah. Well, I've read, I've read people being like, they should just recast Jack. And I was like, that would have been terrible yeah. for the poor actor coming on to be like, oh, I'm yeah. the new Daniel Lissing. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Good luck no, there. You can't, yeah, you can't do that. Um, and I, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, especially with Chris, um, and Kayla too. I mean, who's another the the other actor that came on as well? Um, you know, I I especially leaned towards or um, got along with Chris really quickly because we were both the new people on, and we were you know everybody had kind of you know made friends, and, and not that they weren't welcoming to us, but you know we it took us a second to kind of like come into the into the group. Um, so it was so nice to know like you know Chris was there and he was kind of going through the same stuff that I was. And I also came in a lot later. Like he came in the second episode or something. And I didn't come in until about the middle oh. of a uh, season. Yeah. Six. Oh, I, you'll I, get to, you'll get yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there. I still haven't gotten yeah. over um, them changing the aunts and fresh prints. So I can imagine that it's a similar, <laughs> right. Similar yeah, thing. So did you, did you see, wasn't there like a tell all when the, when the, oh, they, they did a reunion. It was really good. The yeah. reunion on HBO yeah. max was really good. Yeah. Totally worth the watch. Yeah. Um, are, are you yeah. still on, forgive me for not knowing this. Are you still on heartland? 
Uh, yeah, we. Fi- I think we're still. As of right now, we just finished season fourteen. Uh, I don't know what's happening if they're gonna do season fifteen or not. What yet, are those so season fifteen? What are those? Yeah, uh, I think it's. I think it's the longest running show in Canada. Wow. What's the episode yeah. count per season? When I joined, it was like eighteen, but they've they've scaled back to ten now. Wow. So I don't know. What's yeah. what? Uh, What's the kind of the differences in between, you know, they're both t- TV shows and I'm sure there's some similarities in the shooting, but Hallmark's also kind of its own thing. Yeah, doing what, being on two series regulars on two shows. That's, that's unique. So like, is it, is it, I would, uh, two questions. One, I would imagine it's for me, it would be difficult to, to, to get into both of them. Like, I feel like the, just the way I'm, I'm wired, I feel like I would have to devote it to one, let that play out. And then I could focus on another character as if we're talking about a show, but like you're doing, you're hopping and you're doing, you're doing both. Is that difficult? And uh, what's kind of the differences in, in filming and uh, stuff like that in between Hallmark and uh, Heartland? Um, well, for one, I think you'd find it easier than you think you would. It, you know, the, the writing is different for, for both those characters. Uh, the guy that I play on Heartland, Mitch, is, is much more laid back than Nathan is. So it's kind of fun to kind of go back and forth. Um, I don't find it incredibly difficult. It, you know, it was it's hard this year because of the pandemic. Usually I'd be able to kind of fly back and forth because Heartland shoots in Calgary kind of cowboy town in in in, uh, in canada uh so i'd be able to like take a, a plane back and forth but i couldn't leave at all um while we were doing uh right. while, while we were shooting this this season um so i had to wait till it was over so there was a lot of excuses and like where my guy is and blah, blah blah so once once we wrapped i was able to kind of fly over so i was able to kind of finish one this year and then go and do the next one um but usually you're going back and forth, like you're shooting both at the same time. You're flying yeah. and wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's not a huge it's not it's not a huge flight. It's like an hour flight back yeah, and forth. So still, that's something. That's cool. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. And it, you know, they're both Hardlands a bit more modern. Um, but they're both kind of shows about family values and things like that. So Wow. Who knew? Yeah. Hey, uh, Chris, when Chris McNally was on our program, he did an impression of you. Um, this is true. I'm not oh, making it up. Really? So do you have any uh, Chris McNally for us you could give us? A Chris McNally impression? Yeah. Uh, they paint <laughs> um, like an appropriate Chris McNally or uh, inappropriate. <laughs> we're, we're up for whatever. Kevin. I'm now intrigued. You know, I don't know. Chris is really good at impressions. He's, he, I think he's better than I am. I think I might sit this one out. I okay. Know I, That's, uh, okay. You That's know, fair. he's Chris has got the. I'm trying to think. He's always painted very, like, just lovely on, 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 you know, Lucas is such a lovely guy. He's always, oh, look, I've got, I was going to prop up. Um, there was one you missed, missed it recently, but he was, he's coming out of the, he's coming out of the saloon with a bunch of books. Like he's oh, just yeah. such a giving man. And he's like, I've got a bunch of books here. I was going to prop you guys up on. So this Do is it. Chris coming up being like, uh, Oh, Hey Elizabeth, <laughs> I was just giving these books to the library I've also opened an orphanage too on the weekend. I'm just so giving. There, that's why you nailed it. You that's nailed why. it. He's too perfect. He's well, you too know, perfect. Chris's so. impression of you was not of the character Nathan. He talked. Oh. He told a story about getting the Louis the Thirteenth. Uh, 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 cognac or uh, or scotch oh, whiskey. Oh yeah, yeah. When and he, he, he like blew all his yeah, uh, his yeah, per diem, yeah. and and he was yeah. doing you can't, you can't he, you couldn't believe that he was doing. He's it. doing it. He's getting the Louis. <laughs> That's what he said. But he did your did voice. He tell you the, the rest of it though. That when after he spent all the all the money on the the drink, I think you know we had to have like dinner or something, and he had no per diem left to pay the dinner. It's like. Kev, how much He made it sound like oh, it was the last really? night. He made it sound like he had to get rid of the money. He made it sound like there was oh, not a dinner really? afterward. Mm. That's you funny. Guys, I'm pretty sure somebody's pretty amount to had to help him out of this. It seems like you guys get along really like legitimately get along yeah. really, really well. Like yeah, is he's it, a good guy. Is it uh is there a, a part of you that maybe is sad when Elizabeth makes a decision? I, I'm sure you'll both still be on the show, but you probably will be doing less together, like press yeah, and just I've things said like that. that. Yeah, I've said that in the past. I'm gonna really miss us like you know, the three of us kind of going around and because and, yeah, you know, Aaron, Chris and I do get along so well. Um and yeah, the press will change now. So I will miss the three of us going around. But I mean, you know, we're still all going to be on the show. So that's going to be great. And 
you know, he's he throws fantastic parties in Vancouver. If you guys are in Vancouver, you should. Uh, he invited us. He told he's like, oh a, yeah, he's you a, have to go. He's a mixologist. Like he's like, this, yes. is, this is this drink I'm working on. And you got to come over, and I, we were like, all right, Chris, sounds good. So yeah, you have to go. He's 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 a great party host, man. So that. like 2019, you did Christmas scavenger hunt. <laughs> You also uh, did Random Act of Christmas, which was Lifetime, which I'm... Did, you get, w- oh, did yeah. you get in trouble for that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. I think, you know what? When it was pitched, when it was pitched, it was Hallmark. Well, and dude, it's you and Aaron Cahill. Like, it's I you know. and... How did that not... How? I don't understand that. You know? That's not I, your I, fault. That's not on you. That's on that's Hallmark 100%. So, time out. In 2019... And he also did very Corgi Christmas. He, st- he fit that into. He accepted the dog movie. Uh, uh, love at first bark just didn't scratch that itch for him. He had to go back for more. No. But like, I just want to get this straight. In 2019, in, in the Christmas season of 2019, up. you could have turned on Lifetime and seen Mountie Nathan in a Lifetime movie? Oh yeah! Holy yeah. cow! But that yeah, same thing happened, man. That same. Uh, it, I think it was twenty eighteen that happened with Andrew Walker. Yeah. Andrew Walker doubled up. Yeah, he, oh, was, did he do the yeah. Yeah, he did. The, he, he was did. in uh, uh, the with Bethany Joy Lynn's. Yeah, yeah, he, he, did, he, yeah, did he was. The thing is because Hallmark is as you know they're just. It's almost like um, like you know. A tish, tissue paper, we say Kleenex, right? Like Hallmark just owns these Christmas movies because yeah. they're the, the, the. So when somebody's like, "Oh, it's a Hallmark movie," it'd be like saying, "Oh, do you want a Kleenex?" Even though you know right. Kleenex is the brand. Yeah. So I think when it was pitched, they were like, "Oh, it's a Hallmark movie," and then after we were signed on, I was like, "Oh, this is a Lifetime. Movie. It's a Christmas movie, yeah. but it's it's a Lifetime movie." So Hallmark's become this like it's just Hallmark is synonymous with. With with Christmas joy, yeah, they I, haven't given you a movie since. So when are you going to get out of the uh, the old dog, dog house, the, cor- the corgi house? So. Uh, when they when they give me when they give me a new dog, yeah, I'm, right. I don't know. Chris, how about a? I could do a new animal. Are you uh, are you signed on to do any Hallmark movies, Kevin? Right now, like you got anything in the- not right now? Really? No, not right now. No, Man. I'm. Uh, we're waiting to find out what's going to happen with uh, with Winkles the Heart for uh, it'll be season nine. Well, I mean, you're doing so two. Apparently, TV it's shows, going well. So, Apparently, yeah. Yeah, it's I as big complain, as it's ever been, Craig. It's yeah. huge, Kevin. It's just massive. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. Are you? Let is. me ask you this: Take "Wind Calls the Heart" out of it. What movie? Even the "Wind Calls the Heart" movies. We're not counting those. What movie are you most proud of? And why is it a very quirky Christmas? No, take the dumb dog. <laughs> movie. We don't even know it's dumb. <laughs> it could. Right. It could be his best work. A very quirky Christmas be. could be Kevin McGarry's best work. Is what you're saying? Air Bud was freaking awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kevin, tell us your favorite. What the movie? You know, my you know the most favorite, the the best Hallmark one I did because uh, I'll just I'll stay with the themes here. Um, are the one I had the most fun on. And it was a song for Christmas. Okay, you guys have that one on. We've there? not. That was seen with it. Becca Tobin. Yes. it was with Becca Tobin. Um, and it was just kind of a we just everybody got along so well. I, I it felt you know the acting felt pr- pretty realistic and and. I just kind of, you know, is there a, on b- a bus was... involved with that movie? Like, are you on a bus or something? No, you're thinking of the television show where the where the family is. No, all there's singing. a movie we watched the... with like Jesse Schramm or Lindy Booth where they get on a bus yeah, and just... they're singing too. I would never mix them up. I yeah. personally, no, I would no, no. Never... You keep them all straight for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Song for Christmas. Yeah. It was that was the year before we started the podcast. So That's right. We didn't get Seventeen. It. Yeah, that might have been that. That was that was after Love at First Bark. I think that was my yeah. my next one. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Which Jeez. movie's better, Love at First Bark or a Corgi Christmas? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh man, I. Uh, if I'm only gonna watch I, one Kevin McGarry dog Christmas movie or dog TV dog movie, movie, let yeah. me know which to watch. It, I don't really watch a lot of the ones that I do. <laughs> um, I mean, and that's not. I just don't. I don't watch even the stuff with When Calls the Heart. Like I and Heartland. I just. Don't, I'm not a huge fan of watching um, things that I'm in. Uh, it, just you know, I, I just don't like it. So oh, interesting. I can't tell you. I'm I'm not the I'm not the one to ask which what movie's best. So you're not uh, a guy. Well, let that- me let me just tell you. Single dad Ben needs help to keep a Christmas gift a secret from his daughter, and that gift is an adorable corgi puppy. <laughs> I mean, come on. When oh, he meets single familiar. mom Lauren, he shows the importance of family and spending time with the people you love. What is not to love there? Yeah, very corgi Christmas. I know. Sure. And I do remember the corgi was a puppy. So yeah. 
It was a very Corey Christmas. So oh. you're not, we've interviewed a lot of actors. You're not one of these guys that like, you know, especially with Hallmark and humor, there's this weird thing where their movies, they, they're changing, but for a long time, they didn't want their movies to be too funny. Like clearly they yes. just don't want to go yeah, for the big I didn't joke. Like that. And, yeah. uh, you're not one of these guys that goes, man, I hope they keep this in the movie. And they, you watch it to see if they keep it in the movie. You're just, you did the job, you enjoyed it. You performed as a thespian and now you're on your way. That's basically it. I, it's, you know, you do your job and I like then you, it. you know, and you let the done. editors and the directors. Sort do you live out. tweet when calls the heart? Sometimes, you know, and I, are you actually watching the show? And, are you actually watching the show when you do that? Or are you just tweeting? Sometimes I'm just tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you don't strike me as you someone know? that likes to spend a lot of time on social media. I'm not. Yeah. It's, it's never been a, I think I've got a nice, healthy relationship with social media. It'll, it'll kill you to spend too much time on it. I like it's it. Not, it's not, it's not good for you. I love so. it. I love that. All yeah. right, let's rapid get fire? into the rapid fire, man. This has been so rapid much fun. Fire. This has been so much so fun. Much you got to come back again, man. You're just you're wonderful. Yeah, dude. let me. Uh, we'll ask you each three questions, and you got to answer as quickly and as honestly as possible. More of emphasis right. on the honesty and less on the speed, but speed doesn't hurt. Dan, the best meal in Toronto is. <sighs> Oh, um, oh, geez. Uh, you know, there's a chicken sandwich over at Ronzi's. Um, uh, what is it called? Uh, Ding-a-wing. Ding-a-wing right now over at Ronzi's is a great Ding-a-wing and Ronzi's. Ding Write that down, Trace. Thank you. Um, Antonio tells this great story of him, like, sneaking into a Raptors finals game. Yeah. And he ended up oh, getting wow. kicked out, but they brought him to, like, the TV van so he watched the rest of it in the tv van great story uh well, what tv van like, like you know ESPN. like the espn like the, the he was in the espn van watching the game oh yeah wow. yeah so what you got <laughs> best rafter story oh man i the best rap i think i the most memorable one is when we were god i must have been 12 or something. This was like when Raptors first came and it had that old like yeah. 90s the purple Raptor. Yeah, really David Stahl, we're talking like Stahlmeyer kind of. Oh yeah, Damon like Stahlmeyer. Very, very early. Yes. Mighty Mouse. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I remember I think it was just it was just the first time. I think that was so cool. We were sitting up with the nosebleeds that we were just screaming our heads off at 10 years old or something like that. It was, it was one of the first times being in uh, in Toronto. Uh, yeah, that might have been my. I, I I wish I had a cool thing. It was like then I was invited into the <laughs> players' locker room, and Drake uh, actually, and I no, gave hugs. I was here's a here's a uh, my buddy works for Microsoft, so we were in Vancouver. I was shooting wind calls the heart of the time, and he's like, "Hey, uh, do you want a ticket to uh, the the Raptors? They're doing this thing where they they kind of move the Raptors around in Canada, so they were playing Portland in Vancouver for just an exhibition game." And he's like, I've got this courtside seat from this family that won. They were from Saskatchewan, and they've won. Uh, they won courtside seats, but one person didn't show up. Do you want to sit with the family? And I was like, All right, yeah, sure. sure. So, yeah, uh, the actors, we just like take scraps, right? It's like, Oh yeah, are you are you, are you done with that chicken bump? Yeah. Right. So <laughs> that's great. So I was like, Yeah, sure. So then I sat. I go to the, see the family, and they're all like, they're all looking at me, and they're like you're Mitch from Heartland. And I was like, yeah, I'm part of your, I'm part of your package. Uh, McEwen sent me. Uh, anyways, we're here. So I got to sit with them. These guys. So I got to courtside seats, um, against Portland. And then after we went back, um, in the, cause they were doing some Xbox giveaway and I got to meet Isaiah Thomas who only later I'm watching the, uh, the Michael Jordan documentary, which I think is the best thing ever oh, yeah. on Netflix. Um, and I see that, you know, the rift between oh, yeah. and, and time, Michael, man. which I, you know, I was not aware of. Uh, and then Rick Fox was there. I think he was actually shooting a Hallmark movie. Um, it's so I uh, him too in the three-time NBA champion, Rick Fox. Three-time NBA yeah. champion, wow. Rick Fox. That's we always, it. whenever yeah. we do one of his movies, cause he does Hallmark movies, we always call him three-time NBA champion, Rick Fox. Oh, good. So, As you should. I think I would yeah. want that. That would be on yeah. my license plate. So, yeah. I, I'm at, like I'm just thinking like Heartland like Law and Order in the United States like imagine you have a family yeah. and you're sitting courtside and then one of the regulars from Law and Order is the other the other Dun -dun. that's that yeah. would be unreal exactly that's fantastic yeah. um, the most memorable experience you have of of watching a movie in a theater as a kid like the movie and the experience. Oh, I think Titanic was a really big yeah. one for me. I remember watching Titanic. Um, yeah, I think that was that was the first one that I was like watching. I was like, I want to be that guy. 
I want to be the <laughs> the dude that dies that dies. goes down on the boat. You want to be Jack? Uh, yeah, I want to be Jack. Zach, it's Jack. Zach, I write yeah, down. you got to write that Zed down. Or Jay? It's, it's important. Jay. It's important it's for Jack. you, I think, especially. Yeah. To oh, write they're down. both. They're Stop. both dead. They're yeah, both, both dead. dead. Calling Zach is dead. <laughs> yeah, Zach okay, and okay, Jack okay, are both dead. dead. Yeah. So you're never um, you're never wrong, but <laughs> you are in a sense. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. Zach, Jack, dead. Um, yeah. So I would say Titan. I remember getting the VHS. Oh God. VHS. The double tape, and right? The, the double, double tape. Right. Exactly. But my brother and I, we threw the first VHS out cause it just had the nice stuff of the ship and, you know, no. but the, the second VHS the is when they like iceberg ahead and that propeller guy gets hit and goes down. Yeah. Like on loop. Come on. Rewind, rewind, but rewind. So yeah, Titanic was a love it. That's great. Um, what's your uh, what's your worst road trip experience you've ever had? My worst road your trip. Your worst road trip. Something break down. You're stuck. You're stranded. You're almost dead. You're pulling a jack, Zach. I haven't been there. <laughs> um, I don't think I've had one yet. I've I ride motorcycles. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, I've I've broken down on the highway a couple times. It was scary, um, but I. Uh, it wasn't like the worst thing in the world. So yeah, I have an electric scooter. It's uh, go. It Great. tops out at fifteen and a half. We we should ride. Do you want to you want to go? We can go through the mountains of yeah, North yeah. Carolina yeah. together. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I'll just great. try to keep up. Yeah. Just going up the mountain. <laughs> he could he could probably it tell does, you. It does go, go yeah. a bit slower up uh, uphill hills. So <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That'll probably do. You just charge it the day the day before. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring one of those battery chargers. Oh yeah yeah. Hey, he gets yeah. It. What a guy. Always yeah. be prepared, yeah. Kevin McGarry. All right. Uh, the most expensive drink you've ever purchased or consumed that someone's purchased oh. for you. This is probably where you got yep. your, my impression of, 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 of Chris. Um, I would say, so in Toronto, there's this bar called, um, uh, oh, what is it called? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what Kevin. it's called, Kevin. I know, I know. Uh, bar Chef. It's okay. called Bar Chef. Yep. And uh, it has, it's, they have a $50 um, burb or $50. $50 old fashioned and it's like infused. It comes, oh, wow. you know, in this glass container and it's infused with this vanilla, um, smoke. It's delicious. It's, it's not like super expensive. It's like $50 though for one drink, $50, yeah. one drink. And apparently it's the, the drink that's so good. Drake had two of them. Is okay. What it is, what it is All right. On the, uh, on the menu. But Capitalizing it's, it's on Drake in Toronto. I can't believe it. I can't it. believe it. That's <laughs> shocking. That's shocking. Yeah. Um, well then I'm going to ask you this. What is something that you, uh, What's a gray area uh, per diem incident that you have that, you know, that maybe uh, she ever uh, buy a, you know. Uh, don't look at my tax return for a gray area <laughs> yeah. per diem. Yeah. Let's just say that. I didn't get any per diem. <laughs> uh, he won't even confirm or deny he had a per diem. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Legally, I'm told this. My lawyer just came on and said, you no, don't it's a no. say anymore. No. Okay. Get off the interview right now. Yeah. <laughs> so you you paid for uh, Chris's dinner. That was personal. That's, that's personal you money. Can, that was yeah, personal. Personal money. That was my own my own money that I exactly. Yeah. Because I, I have to pay. It's I have to pay when calls the heart. I don't know. Do they yeah, get paid? yeah. They they get paid. I if pay you can them believe to it. be yeah, on the show. Wild. Yeah. What they get paid? That's the same deal Zach get, had. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he's dead. Yeah. He's dead. I gotta get a new, I gotta get a new agent. Yeah. You gotta get on that, Kevin. Yeah. What's it like knowing as a Mountie, like when, when they're, when, if, if you ever decide I'm going to leave, they're going to kill you. Like, how does that make you feel? <laughs> it's the only way out. It's, it's the only right. way out. Like you can never uh, leave. Yeah. Yeah. Death is the only way off that show. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it hangs over my head as I sleep at night. I don't know. <laughs> Kevin, well, I hope you don't die anytime soon, Zach. Kevin, you're, you've thank been you. you've been a joy, sir. You have uh, been thanks, so you wonderful. Too. Thank you so much for coming on the program and, and chatting with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, how can people find you? I, you don't really you don't love the social, but if they wanted to keep yeah, up with you, I don't know. Type, you know, I'm sure there's many ways you type my name in. But one thing, what people are saying, like, don't if I, I'm just I want to make this clear if anybody's watching it. I'm never asking you for money on Instagram. I'm never like asking <laughs> you to date me on it. Like unless it unless it has a blue check mark. Please don't give anybody pretending to be me money. That's this Sweet. is the best thing Kevin I can do. Kevin asked to date me last week. I was really excited about that. <laughs> I guess it's a lie. Oh no! I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, 
that's a thing. That's people, the best thing I can do. People are faking and yeah. asking for oh, money. Yeah. Fake Kevin and I get, and The other day, my manager was like, are you, are you asking this lady for money? <laughs> no. You, ha- you have two, two TV shows. I'm, what more do I'm you need? Kevin McGarry, star of dog films. <laughs> and once again, I'm asking for your money. I know. That's more right. money. I want to make I a third more one. more dogs. Yep. I was going to yeah. tell people where they could stream A Very Corgi Christmas, but I can't find it yeah, anywhere. That's so fair. That's fair. Guys. Yeah, I think. It, well, I think it's like if you go to an Oscars website, it must. Be <laughs> yeah, somewhere. yeah. The Academy's got it somewhere. It's, it's in the box. It's still yeah. for their consideration. Yeah. They're still yeah. considering yeah, yeah, yeah. it. They're still considering it. Thank you so much, my friend. We will talk to you soon. And we always send every episode in each interview. By you know, it doesn't matter the time of the year. We're gonna wish you a very <laughs> merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live, and yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina is produced by Brandon Gray. Set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to BrambleJamPodcast.com for more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad free. You can go to BrambleJamPlus.com.